The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? How are you guys on this fine Wednesday afternoon or wherever you are listening to this podcast? Welcome into the Hawksbeat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub. We are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to give us a listen. We're going to we're going we're going to talk about it, y'all. We're going to talk about it. I know a lot is going on in Hawks Twitter and NBA Twitter to be honest with you. Um a lot of rumors, a lot of draft talk, and sometimes you just want to make sense of it all and you tune in the podcast to try to make sense of it. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I can't make sense of it. <laughs> can't make sense of it. I'm going to let you know that right now. Uh, I'm going to tell you this also. Uh, uh, All the smoke that you hear, all of the rumors, all the chit-chat, this, that, and the other, who's going where, what's going what, 95% of that stuff is crap. Right? 95% of that stuff is smoke. So if you're a Hawks fan, you're living and dying with the rumors. John Collins is out of here. Clint Capella's out of here. Uh, whatever, whatever. Like a lot of it is smoke. Now, for the bit, like it's not all smoke. I said ninety-five percent. Like some of it's true. I believe that where they're smoking, there is fire. But a good majority of that stuff, it's fluff and guff. Uh, it's some reporters trying to uh, make a name for themselves and trying to get the scoop. But uh, I would just say let lay, lay low. And just let this thing work out. Let this thing work out. And then um, it's going to be what it's going to be, man. But let's get rid of some of this housekeeping, first of all. First and foremost, uh, Hawksbeat Podcast, we are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. 
as mentioned before. We would love for you to connect with us on all of our social media networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, um, all of that jazz, man. Just hit us up at, I mean, I was about to say at Facebook, (laughs) at Hawks Beat. That is our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook. You can find us there. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, uh, wherever podcasts are given for the free ski. Uh, you can find us there, Apple Pods, Spotify, um, Stitcher, you name it, man, we out there, right? We out there. So make sure you subscribe and give us a, a five-star rating. Don't want no four stars. We need five stars. Give us a five-star rating, and we would greatly appreciate that. So let me break down just uh, today's show. We're just going to do a, a, a quick show. I wanted to examine some of the mock drafts. I know in the past I've done a lot of uh, pre-draft talk, a lot of pre-draft shows. I know like last year or the year before I did a lot of uh, draft profiles. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm not going to do that again, man. Like that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work for a bunch of guys that don't even going that the Hawks ain't even going to draft. Like I don't I don't have that much time. You know, so I kind of I kind of simplified it a little bit and I'm kind of working smarter instead of harder. So I wanted to first of all, I want to talk about some Hawks news or some things that uh, I I think that if you're a Hawks fan, you need to uh, we need to mention. Secondly, I want to take a look at the mock drafts. I want to take a look at the mock drafts and I want to see who are these uh, who are these sites pinpointing the Hawks to draft. You know, um, so I think that's valuable. I think that 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 is a value. So we're going to take a look at those and we're going to end. I'm going to give you my big board of who I think the Hawks would draft or my three guys who I like, which usually ends up guys that the Hawks don't draft. <laughs> but I, I'm going to give you those three pieces and we're going to get on with the get on. We're going to get down with the get down, man. So just relax your feet and we're going we're going to kick it again. If you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. Tweet the show while you listen, and uh, let us know you listen to the Hawks beat. We'll greatly appreciate that as well. And uh, let's go ahead and get into some of this Hawks news. First and foremost, uh, Hawks news, again, a lot has been going on with the rumors and everything. And I will just say this. Like, I'm not going to refute or address or just talk about every single rumor that's out there because clearly... You don't want to hear a podcast just talking about Hawks rumors because, you know, a good majority is just kind of fluff and guff. So we're not we're not going to go. We're not going to do that. That's not what this podcast is going to be. However, some things that are definite are the Hawks making some coaching changes. Yes. Darvin Ham, the new coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, has hired Hawks assistant Chris Gent on to his staff. So uh, we're very excited for Darvin. Glad he got this opportunity, especially being an African American man. And uh, we're we're just excited about, about about Darvin and you know the former Hawks assistant finally getting his chance to run a team. And what better way to start than the L.A. Lakers? So unfortunately, the Hawks are going to be losing Chris Gent. Now, Chris Gent, listen, like assistant coaches matter in this league, right? So like this isn't just no, you know, oh man, you know, he's gone or whatever. But like, you know, we're happy for Chris, but Chris was the lead assistant 
dare I say, he was probably one of the best, if not the best, assistant coach on Nate's staff. You know, he was the main offensive assistant uh, on the staff. He he had a big he had a big um, he was very responsible for John Collins developing his three point shot and just you know as well as a, a, a lot of other things that the Hawks are able to do offensively now. Of course, you got Trey Young, so that makes it a little bit easier. But uh, Christian is a good coach. This is a loss for the Hawks, but we wish Chris the best, and we hope that uh, things will work out for him. Except when they come <laughs> to Atlanta. Uh, yeah. So, uh, peace and love, Chris. We'll see you on the west side, brother. In <laughs> uh, other Hawks news, Lou Will was in the news today. I saw <laughs> Lou Will. Uh, everybody knows Lemon Pepper Lou. A uh, word on the street is that he wants to play another year. Um, I saw a report. I think it was in the Athletic that Lou is uh, in in is thinking about playing another year. Now, last year he played for the Hawks, six points a game in about fourteen minutes. And um, he is, of course, is not under contract by the Hawks. He is a free agent, so he can go wherever he would like. And uh, we wish Lou all the success in the world, man. But uh, not here in Atlanta. <laughs> I think the Lou experiment has 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 paid its dividends and is done. And we've seen all of Lou that we probably need to see. You know what I'm saying? I think you agree with me. But uh, yeah, we wish Lou the best. But uh, his time in Atlanta. It looks like it is coming to an end. So, yeah, that is that <laughs> the Lou Williams update that you probably didn't think that you were going to get. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I always got love and respect for Lou. Uh, if you want to catch Lou balling on the summer, man, go check out the AEBL, the AEBL Summer League here in Atlanta. Uh, Lou usually has some guys coming out there and Jalen Brown and some other pros you can go see for free. So go check out the AEBL um, uh, summer tournament and uh, you might be able to see some pros out there this summer. I wanted to uh, briefly touch on an article with uh, from The Athletic, from Chris Kirshner. Uh, just, you know, he did a mailbag. He did some news and notes and some things that I did find kind of timely and I kind of wanted to speak to that. Uh, I've been trying to get Chris on the pod for a while, but our schedules haven't mixed. Um, he was he was a little under the weather as of like two weeks ago, and so it, it, I'm, I'm gonna get him on. I'm gonna get him on. <laughs> we, we keep on talking like, yeah, we, we're gonna make this happen. But uh, yeah, it's gonna happen. But I thought the article today was was very informative, and I just wanted to share a few tidbits about that. Um, I did say I wasn't going to speak about rumors and everything, but uh, just one tidbit that I did want to mention that he did mention that uh, the Timberwolves are interested in Clint Capella. So I don't know what kind of package or what kind of, you know, thing they're interested in, in moving. I would not expect uh, Carl Anthony Towns, our, our Ant-Man coming here. <laughs> but um, that is of note uh, that the Wolves are interested in Capella. He also did note in the article he does not expect a deal to go down with the Kings. I know that has been a, a big rumor with the Hawks as well. And uh, he also said he doesn't believe the Hawks are in the uh, in the mix for the services of one DeAndre Ayton. Now, that was kind of a big, big, uh, kind of a big nugget to drop. Now, just because he dropped those nuggets doesn't necessarily mean that 
Aiden is not in play. You know, it just means that right now the money kind of is not really where it needs to be. And, and the Hawks aren't really pursuing it to the best of his knowledge. Now, uh, Chris is probably as, as closely connected to the Hawks as anybody who covers them. So I trust his reporting. And, uh, hey, that's what it is. Now, things could change. And if they change, that doesn't mean that, you know, he has some misinformation. That just means things change. That's just how the, the scope of how the NBA uh, works. So that was just some news and notes from the Hawks. We are going to take just a brief pause to get some sponsorship in here. On the other side of the break, we're going to look at some of these mock drafts. We're going to look at the roster first. We're going to look at some of these mock drafts, and then I'll tell you who I like for the Hawks to draft at 16 in the upcoming NBA draft. Keep it locked. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub. We will be right back. All right, folks, let's get into it. So before I go into these mock drafts, um, I just want to take a look at the roster first and foremost. And so this is how I, I, I this is how I process it. Right. I, I look at the roster and I say, OK, what are the needs and what are the what what does this team need? Um, <clears throat> so right now, the Hawks have three, four, seven, eight guys under contract for next season. Um, nine, if you count Sharif Cooper, but he's technically a free agent, but. I imagine they will probably bring Cooper back on a two-way. So um, you have one point guard on the roster, which is Trey Young. Uh, your wings right now are Bogey, Herter, and Hunter. And your bigs, your bigs are John Collins, Gallinari, Capella, and uh, uh, Jalen Johnson, the guy they drafted last year. So, And, and I put Jalen in there with the bigs because I think they, they kind of consider him a big. I think they kind of consider him for some small ball five. So when you look at that roster, just those guys under contract, not any guy they're bringing in, just those guys. What do they need? Obviously, they need defenders. They need defenders because last year they were not very good at defense. And I think we all knew that. We all saw that. That was one of the main things. So if you're looking at a hierarchy, I think you need to look at guys with some sort of defensive acumen. Um, for those that have been listening to the pod for a long time, you guys know that I'm a defensive guy. I said in every draft, you need to draft defense. I was delighted when they got Cam Reddish. I was delighted when they got DeAndre Hunter. And I actually, in the draft, and I'm going to be real with y'all, in the draft when they drafted Trey, I thought that they should have got Jalen, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Because I was all about, they need some defense. And <laughs> ever since then, yes, they got Trey, and I believe Trey was the right pick. But they have been severely lacking in defense and getting stopped. So it is what it is, and that's kind of where I fall on on fall on uh, picking guys. So that's it. my my view is going to be kind of slanted toward that. Uh, last but not least, you get you need shot creators. You need a guy that can create his own shot. You can get a guy that's comfortable with getting his own shot. So out of all those three things, a defender. Uh, shot creator. Oh, I also said, um, backup, uh, power forward, backup point guard. I mean, backup point guard, uh, backup point guard, shot creator and defender. Those are the three main things you need from this, from this, for this team. So you look at those three and you look at the hierarchy, uh, a shot creator. You're not going to get a bonafide shot creator in the draft. Not no guy that's going to come in and start and just be able to get you buckets. Not from where you're drafting. 
you're not going to get that. So you kind of scratch off Scott shot creation and you kind of say, okay, maybe we can get that on free agent or maybe we can get a guy that kind of has that. But, you know, that's just maybe not the big, you know, the biggest thing. Backup point guard. Listen, you drafted Sharif Cooper next last year. I, I highly doubt you're going to grab a point guard at 16. Uh, you are going to grab the best player available, but I highly doubt it's going to be a point guard. You see what you can develop with Cooper, and you probably address backup point guard via free agency. You know, um, DeLon Wright is a huge uh, question mark on if he will or will not be back. Um, I don't know, but I don't think you address that in the draft. So that leaves you with one thing defense defenders you want to get a guy that can encapsulate all of your needs and all that like all together so you want a guy who can maybe create shots and defend or a guy that can defend and create shots (laughs) if they can have those two elements that would be even better so that's what i was looking at when i was looking at okay who who would be a good fit you know who would be a good fit what do they kind of need while still understanding that you have to draft the best player available. So let's look at, I picked up about six websites and I just went through their mocks, wrote them down. And like, you know, I want to see where they, uh, who they had, the, uh, the Hawks drafting this, that, and the other. So, um, I want to kind of breeze through some of these guys and I want to stop on, um, well, we'll start with NBADraft.net. NBA Draft.net is a really good site. I like uh, how they break down players and everything. They have the Hawks drafting Jalen Duran, uh, 6'11", power forward from Memphis, who's a freshman. Um, so that's who they have him drafting. The um, Yahoo, Yahoo uh, mock draft, they have Usan. I can't even pronounce the last name. It looks like Usman. Utsman, Utsman Jang, okay? Uh, he's from France, Euro, 6'10", 185 pound uh, forward from France. Um, yeah, so those are two guys that have been, you know, linked to the Hawks. But the guy I want to kind of spend some time on is Jalen Williams. Now, Jalen Williams has been mocked to the Hawks in three different websites, um, ESPN, Bleacher Report, and Tankathon. So um, take that kind of with a grain of salt. Sometimes these websites just kind of pick off of each other. So uh, you can kind of take that for what it is. But I will say the Jalen Williams kid is a very interesting prospect, to be honest with you. He's not kind of like my top guy, but I mean, I get it. I mean, it's cool. Um, ESPN writes about uh, Jalen Williams that he has the length to defend power forwards with a 7-2 wingspan. Uh, he has good court vision, playmaking, and shooting, and is a, could be a, in that he was a big playmaker in college, which could give him versatility to slide all over the floor. My thing is this. Can he play defense? <laughs> and I think, and I think, I think he's a very serviceable defender. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't watch a lot of his games. I didn't even watch a lot of his tape. But um, he is versatile, which is big, something that the Hawks need. And he is a guy that could really. I mean, I'm not saying he can come in and start or come in and contribute like right away. But I think he would be a valuable pick for the Hawks. You know. Uh, the Hawks need wings. You can never have too many wings. You can never have too many wings. Um, 
He's from Arizona. He's what? What is it? He's six five, two oh nine. Most of these guys that are coming out now, they are gonna have to bulk up. <laughs> They're gonna have to bulk up. Like that's the that's the story on a good majority of all of these guys. But um, yeah, I mean he's fairly decent shooter, fairly decent scorer, shot creator. My thing is this, and I probably should have said this at the beginning of the podcast. Looking at these draft guys, and it's and, and this is why, to be honest with you, I didn't want to spend a, too much time of it, too much time with it, because I don't know how interested Nate is going to be in developing young kids, right? Um, and mainly because of how Jalen John Jalen was a top you know twenty draft pick last year, and we barely saw him. We still don't know what Jalen Johnson is. We still don't know. Now this year, because of the roster turnover a little bit, you probably will see a little bit more of Jalen Johnson, and you might not, right? Like you might, but you might not still. Like I think you'll see a little bit more of him because we didn't see much of him at all last year. I think you'll see more of him, but I don't think that. Um, you're going to see a whole lot of them. So it'll be crazy to think that they're going to draft a guy who's going to come in here and just magically get a whole bunch of playing time. And last year, the first round pick got barely any playing time. So that's something to kind of think about, right? Something to kind of think about. But I do like the Jalen Williams kid. I think he'll be a good prospect. Um, like I said, he got mocked to the Hawks in like three different, three different, uh, three different uh, websites. So take that for what it is um some other sites let's see what some other sites are saying about the nba draft and the hawks uh cbs sports has uh the hawks selecting dyson daniels from the g league unite um i'm kind of hesitant about that one you know because you know g league Unite, not that you know anything bad or anything you know but I don't know. It's just kind of me because I'm kind of old school. <laughs> but I think the kid can hoop. You know what I'm saying? I watched some tape on him. I think the kid can hoop. Um, the Athletic have the Hawks selecting Malachi, uh, Malachi Branham. Branham, 6'5 wing from Ohio State. Um, I've seen some mocks with Malachi going anywhere between like 13 and 20. So he'll definitely probably be there for the Hawks. Um He's just, you know, another wing, you know, another wing from Santa Clara, uh, 18 points a game, six, uh, four rebounds. Um, he's a guy I like and, and, and an interesting guy who I want to talk about last. It's a guy that was mocked to the Hawks by USA Today, and that's uh, Tari Eason, uh, 6'8 wing out of LSU. Um, he's a guy I really like, man. He's a guy I really like. So, um I'll talk about him in just kind of a moment. But uh, again, when you look at some of the top defenders in this draft, of course, Chet Holmgren is there. And what I did when I picked up my top three, and we're transitioning now, um, Chet Holmgren, of course, Mark Williams, uh, Keegan Murray, Dyson Daniels, EJ Little, um, Walter Kessler, uh, Jerry Sockin, um a lot of good defenders in this draft. But when I looked at these guys in the draft, like the top defenders, like the top defenders in this draft, 
a good majority of these guys are lottery picks. You know, Holmgren's top three, Murray's top five, Dyson Daniels is even listed as like top ten. Um, a lot of these guys are considered to be top ten like lottery picks. Like that should tell you kind of where the league is going. Like if you can play a little defense with you, you can get up in that lottery. And the Hawks are drafting just very like very closely outside the lottery at sixteen. So, um, I put that list together and, um, I came up with three guys who I thought would be a good pick for the Atlanta Hawks. And so here is, uh, the drum roll, please. (laughs) Okay. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Um, the first guy I want to talk about is, um, none other than Jeremy Sokan, Jeremy Sokan. So, um, Jeremy Sokan is actually slated to be, um, he is possibly, I've seen him go anywhere from like 10 to like 16. Um, He may not be there, but he might be there, right? So like, of course, like I really don't know like when he's going to get drafted. Who am I? You know, (laughs) Cleo, I don't know. Uh, I really like this kid. 6'9", 230, power forward, has a nice body. Uh, pause, but, uh, I like his defensive acumen, man. Like he just, he go gets it, you know what I mean? And I really like that. Um, I saw in one comparison, a, a scout was comparing him to kind of a Kyle Kuzma type. Um, but yeah, very good defensively. Um, one of the, the reports, uh, say that, you know, he's still kind of raw in his basketball stills, but he's still kind of young, uh, athletic, very high ceiling. Of course, you're going to hear that with every podcast that you hear talking about <laughs> prospects. You're going to hear about ceiling and all that other stuff. But uh, yeah, man, I just I just like him like defensively, you know, and I hope I pronounce his name right. His name is pronounced Sohan, Sohan. Uh, he's from Oklahoma. Um, but yeah, man, so I, I really like this guy. I like my number three guy for the Hawks to pick six, nine, two thirty power forward out of Baylor. Um, if you guys remember last year, the main guy I like last year was out of Baylor and that was Davion Mitchell. Like there's something about that program. There's something about Baylor and there's something about Michigan state that just produces tough guys. And this Hawks team needs some toughness. Right. Like, can we all agree like this Hawks team needs some toughness They need some tough guys. And I don't know how much pull or, or, or how much burn he's going to get as a rookie. But give me that. Give me another tough guy on my squad and we'll I'll take my chances every single day of the week. Coming in at number two in the Hawks big board, <laughs> the Hawks beat big board <laughs> is none other than. uh Malaki Branham, and I had to take my time with that. I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess it up. Uh, so I mentioned Malaki earlier. He was the one that was mocked to the Hawks by the Athletic. Um, I did some watching tape on this guy, and uh, I like this guy. And, and this is coming from me being like a you know. And this isn't just a guy that's going to lock down somebody, right? So this guy is. Uh, he he is just a a score. You know, he's a three level score. Uh, shot forty one percent from the perimeter. Shot forty one percent from three. 
Um, one scout kind of compared him to like a Chris Middleton type of game. I've seen in some cases where folks have said he has an elite mid-range game, right? Excellent cutter, good court vision, uh, all of that stuff. So he's a guy that if he's fueled with that second unit, can go out there and get shots and get buckets for you. You know, you want guys that's going to be able to create, you know, guys that aren't going to be able to be out there and be scared and just pushing the ball like like he, he seems like a guy that can come out and get you some second second unit buckets. And uh, yeah, man, like I just I just liked his game. It seems smooth. Uh, he and he's not like a terrible defender. Like I, I've seen one of the grades uh, they have him. His defense is like an eight out of ten. You know, he's not a defensive stopper, but like he can play some defense. Right, you're not just gonna run up on an old guy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I really like this kid at, at, at number uh, two for my big board, and I think he'll be a, a good fit. You know, you can run him at the two or the three. And uh, young kid still has 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 room to grow physically, and of course, you know, once basketball becomes his job, uh, he'll definitely get better at that. So that leads me to my number one guy, my number one guy, who I think, or who I would like to see the Hawks get in the NBA draft. Now, all of these things are contingent on if the Hawks stay at sixteen. I remember one year I did a whole draft series about who the Hawks would draft. Uh, it was the year they drafted DeAndre Henry. And I think they had the 10th and 12th pick that year. Did a whole, like a whole series on who should be who they should draft at 12, right? And they go and make a trade for DeAndre Hunter and move up to four. And while I was happy that the Hawks got DeAndre Hunter, I'm thinking to myself, man, I did all the damn work for, you know, the draft at 12, only for them to draft the draft pick. I mean, only for them to trade away the pick and move up. And you know what? I think the the uh, inevitability of the Hawks moving up and trading the pick is very possible again. So look, you're going to get these three guys and we're going to keep it moving. <laughs> we're going to keep it moving. But number one guy that I would like to see in the Hawks uniform this year is Terry Tari Eason, uh, small forward power forward out of LSU. I mentioned him a little earlier. He was the guy that USA today mocked, uh, from, uh, uh, to the Hawks. So this guy isn't so much an offensive juggernaut. He's more of a defensive guy that plays with a whole lot of passion. And I, I love it. I love it. Like uh, one of the drafts said he compares to kind of the Marcus Morris. I don't know if I kind of agree with that, but like uh, some of the reports on him was like, yo, he's a standout on the defensive end can be really dis- disruptive defensively. Uh, blocking shots and grabbing steals. He had a 1.1 block shots per game, almost two steals a game, has good anticipation. Like, this is what you need, right? Like, this is what you need. You need somebody that's going to do that, someone that, that enjoys that dirty work. And he's got a little, he's got a little, little bit, of, little bit of mouth on him, right? And not so much of him talking trash to folks, but when you watch his tape, he plays with a lot of passion. He's a guy he sees doing a lot of yelling and screaming, and you know what I'm saying. When he gets a good dunk, he, he, he you feel it. You know what I mean. And the Hawks need that energy. You know what I mean. They need that 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 hootspah. They need that uh, <laughs> that mochismo, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, he's a solid rebounder. You know, 
and you, you can always coach up the offense. But he, if you need a guy that's going to come in and help stop on the perimeter, and when you look at this roster as currently constructed, going back to the guys that I named earlier, you don't have a lot of perimeter defense. You don't. You 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 don't really have a lot of internal defense either. So uh, that is the guy I like, man, uh, Tari Eason, and I think he would look really good in an Atlanta Hawks uniform. So uh, that is about it, man. We got through all that, and I appreciate you guys for uh, hanging with us, rocking with us. We are probably going to pod again um, probably the day after the draft or maybe do a draft reaction show, something like that. We'll do something centered around the draft, and maybe we'll do a live show uh, just to get your feedback or anything like that. So um, remember, make sure you subscribe to the pod. Make sure that you connect with us on all of our social media platforms. We appreciate all the reshares, all the we tweets. <laughs> retweets <laughs> try saying that 10 times um we appreciate all those things man but like we always say man god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him showing some love because that is all he is showing you l-o-v-e love we out peace Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.